Welcome to this episode of A Bonus Barrel. My name is Rob, and with me is Seiji. Hello. And Marshall. Hello there. Uh, this week we're going to talk about uh, none other than Pokemon Snap, and a very specific issue of Nintendo Power. So, Pokemon Snap, as you may or may not know, originally came out on Nintendo 64, in uh, 1999, and it is a rail, I guess you'd call it a rail shooter slash photo simulator. Um, you play as the character Todd Snap, which is <laughs> a name <laughs> for, for a Pokemon character. Okay. Uh, you are on Pokemon Island. Professor Oak has advanced technology. <laughs> he gives you, so he gives you a camera, a regular camera, nothing special about this camera. And he gives you this 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 vehicle, this all-terrain vehicle. It can fly, uh, drive on tracks. It can go in water. It also looks like it can teleport, <laughs> based on the game itself. So this this incredible machine can do anything. And he he puts his this this advanced technology in your hands to take pictures of Pokemon on Pokemon Island. Sixty-three of the original one hundred and fifty-one yeah. are are available to be captured on film. Uh, this came out during the first generation. So, uh, a few more facts about Pokemon Snap. Uh, it was developed by HAL, uh, Kirby, Mother, Smash. Yep. Uh, it was originally going to be released for the failing uh, N64 DD. And uh, you could print your local pictures at Blockbuster or Lawson's if you were in Japan, which we'll, which we'll touch on. So just to paint a little <laughs> bit of picture, we'll go back to those points. This, so this came out in 1999. This was the... Year before the apocalypse happened, uh, you guys were there for Y2K. Everything shut down on on Earth. Yep. Machines were gone. You couldn't play anything for a while. You know, Y2K hit. People were fighting, trying to rebuild society. Eventually, we did rebuild society and we got some new games and stuff. Mm-hmm. But so so this was before the end of the world, basically. So what was popular back then? Popular films that came out this year: the famous uh, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace, which basically rebooted. Star Wars entirely made fans of everyone. Or the movie was incredible. Uh, Toy Story two. Me, I like it. <laughs> the Matrix, but it's just a fun film. I don't. I don't like. Uh, I just want to put it on record. I don't like. Let's keep it at game comments, Sagey. Okay. I, I will say I'll get maybe some hate for this. All right. I loved Episode one when I went to see it. Okay, I made myself like it, uh, but I was. And then I hate. Now I hate it. Not not now to go I, on I to a big discussion now. about Episode one, but right, I was right. I was like. Ten or eleven, mm-hmm. and I was just—I don't see the I issue. Was very, I was very excited about it. There's no controversy about episode one. Uh, also, that year, Tarzan and Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me, which would go on to be on everything ever for that entire year. Ads, Valentine's Day cards, has so many Austin Powers. Really? Oh yeah, in school, oh. it was annoying. That's a funny movie, though. I like the movie. Yeah. Uh, popular musicians at this time: Lenny Kravitz, Britney Spears. Speaking of Lenny Kravitz, okay, I'm pretty sure. He put out the song "American Woman" with uh, the girl from the Spy Who Shagged Me. She was in the video. Perfect, and that was a song that was part of the movie, wasn't it? Yeah, so, I think there so. you go. And S Club Seven, one of the biggest bands to ever come okay. over here, uh, Limp Biscuit, and finally S Club Party. Now that's the stuff just to show you what else came out during games. Now the games, some of the games that I picked out that came out this year, uh, the Dreamcast debuted in September. <clears throat> I think it was 9-9, 1999. I like that. Super Smash Brothers came out this year. 
The first Silent Hill came out this Ooh. year. Mario Party came out this year. The Final, first one? Yep. Final Fantasy VIII, Sonic Adventure, Soul Calibur, Pokemon Yellow, and Planescape uh, Torment. All games that came out this year. This game was released during the the peak this is of the big, popularity of a, Pokemon, right? Yeah, and this for second generation, right? And this is a, a lot of really good. I was surprised when I went. Okay, so I don't remember 1999 when I think back, and so when I was looking at what else came out during this time, I was surprised to see this game come out with with such big games. You know, I was just getting into gaming for real at that point. But you see, I remember. I, or, or rather, I don't remember knowing anything about this game prior to me seeing it in the store. I, I rented it, I'm pretty sure. I don't remember any You didn't hype. know anything about Pokemon or the game? The game itself. Okay. Because uh, most of the game were hyped on magazines and stuff. But one day I just went go into the store mm-hmm. and there, there it was. And because I was kind of like obsessed with Pokemon at the yeah, time, Pokemon I just got awesome. it. I was too. I remember seeing the blockbuster cabinets and wondering mm-hmm. what that was about. So this came out in March that year, and just a, a little bit about Pokemon Snap. Otherwise, I mean, so the game is not. So I played it last night to refresh my memory. Mm-hmm. It's not a very big game, but it, but it's fun. It, it's interesting. So there's seven r- regions. There is the beach area, tunnel, volcano, river, cave, valley, and special. These aren't very exciting names. So it's it's a very geographically uh, diverse air island with all these different areas it's it's creative though the game the game is fun because you get these tools like the pest ball which can lure out hitting pokemon and, and apples which they'll come out to eat you can also you can also throw the apples at the pokemon it'll it'll, some, it'll hit them in the head sometimes they'll fall over they look annoyed by it uh you can you can be a jerk and just chuck food at them and it's kind of funny because so this is a rails thing right so you're on you're on this super advanced vehicle that can fly but still stuck in a rail and who built, I don't know who built the rails. That's not important. So you, yesterday I was playing the game and I got, I, I was throwing the apples like a jerk at a Pokemon and it kept hitting it and then it would fall and I got hit and I got it to block the cart. So I couldn't move forward. So I was free to start taking pictures as much as I want. And every time we get up, I would just chuck the apple at the Pokemon again. It would fall back in front of, it's really cruel. It would fall back in front of the cart and then I could keep taking pictures. <laughs> so I think that was a little bit of an exploit. Oh, nice. A cruel, sick exploit. Um, but another fun thing is like just, just weird little things you might see. I saw a whirlpool and I threw a, a pester ball in it and it flashed, which was, was neat. So I just kept chucking them in, and then it just out of like nowhere, this, this dragon I just comes from from the uh, from from the whirlpool, and I'm like, this is awesome, and I'm like taking pictures of it and stuff. And you, sometimes you have to be fast, and it just there's neat little tricks in the game, like you see a shadow or, or a gas just running around, you take a picture of it. And then later when you get the film developed, you actually see it's a ghastly or a haunter. And sometimes taking picture will, will piss a Pokemon off and it'll run and it'll electrocute something and then it'll open a pathway. So there's branching paths that will open up new areas. So, it, so it, it's interesting and you have to replay these areas. You, you can't, um, they're not all unlocked. You have to take a certain amount of Pokemon. At the end of the level, you get to the end of the stage and then you have all the pictures you take and you take up the 60. And then Professor Oak will judge you based on the ones you choose to show him. And, he, and he's pretty harsh. He's kind of rude. You have like a, your Pokedex is just like your film catalog of, of a picture of each Pokemon. And that's how you 
go through the game. You guys played a long time ago. Very long time ago. What do you remember about that time? Aside from when you were listening to Limp Bizkit. Well, well one of the things I would like to mention is that back in the day, I, this is 99, right? Yep. So I think Pokemon got released very, very... Uh, yeah, Pokemon came out over here in 98, I think. It was 97, 98, or something like that. Yeah, right? 96 in Japan, and we got it a year or two later. I'm I'm not positive on this, but I think this is one of the first Pokemon spin-off games to be released. If I'm not mistaken, it's the first console Pokemon. Or no, it's Stadium, because Stadium 2 came out after this, and Stadium 1 came out before this. So Stadium was the first one? I believe, yes, Stadium was the first. Okay. So if that's but this came out case, shortly after. What I my experience with this game was that I bought it and I didn't know exactly what what it was going to be about, mm-hmm. and I remember feeling kind of disappointed at first, like uh, this is kind of weird, mm-hmm. like well, this is this has nothing to do with Pokemon except for the fact that there are Pokemon there, but it could have might as well be just animals or whatever, right? It's worth noting on that exact same thing. This originally wasn't going to be a Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. Nintendo uh, that makes total sense. Yeah, they were like. We don't think people would want to take pictures of a blank. So then they're like, well, let's attach Pokemon to it because that's a reason to to take pictures. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, it's a smart business move on their behalf. Yeah, so, but as you play it, mm-hmm. you keep wanting more. Yeah, you do. You really, yeah, absolutely. This is a really interesting game because one thing that is funny, now, now that you think about it, <laughs> every time you go into, in, into a level, everything like kind of resets. You know? Yeah, you're right. Everything Nothing, happens. It's not pr- everything is in the exact yeah. same position. If you do one action every time, it gets the same effect. It's a time loop. Yeah. That Todd Snap is forever trapped in. It's like Groundhog Day, but Todd Snap is forced to relive the moment every time he goes back to that beach. It happens the same way. So, Sad. so this game is designed uh, for the player to keep playing the same levels. You yeah. know what I mean? Unlock stuff, uh, find hidden Pokemon, get a better picture. So you even know. though there aren't a lot of stages, nor Pokemon, that's right. You can still replay it and replay it and replay it, and like certain Pokemon mm-hmm. would would be in different stages, and you can get uh, different uh, different photos. Yep. Of the yeah, Pokemon some Pokemon doing different actions. Yeah. Or yeah. Here's a really good example I noticed last night. So I went through the cave level, and I saw this group of Bulbasaur. And so I threw some apples, and I got a picture of three of them, and I noticed something weird about their face. What's wrong with your face? And when I came back the second time, I, I threw something at them, and they're actually dittos in disguises. So you hit them, and then it reveals that there was actually a ditto, which I thought was great. I had no... Because when you, when you target it, the camera identifies it as a Bulbasaur until you reveal it's a ditto. So there's like... And there's a Porygon that's hidden in a wall. You throw a pester ball. You, you can see it's like... So Porygon's like a computer Pokemon, so you actually see this little glitched area on a texture. You chuck the pester ball at it, and then this Porygon pops out. And it was really, it's really, even now, not having played it for like 12 years, it was kind of exciting. Like, just to see what weird stuff, uh, I thought it was great. You've you played it as well, Marshall. I have played it. It's been just as long mm-hmm. since you played it. And it, my time with it was pretty brief. I remember it being really short. It I think short. I rented the game, and I had a family member who was really into Pokemon. Yeah, and they got it, and I had kind of just played it with them or or whatever. And I remember it being really short. I remember Mew or Mewtwo behind a waterfall. Mm-hmm. Is that right? I believe so. 
Uh, yeah, there's some, like, when you're playing through, there's some items that just have a question mark when you target with your camera. Mm-hmm. You just do things to unlock it. My impression of the game was it was really short and not not disappointing. I wasn't yeah. huge, I wasn't huge into Pokemon. I had played a couple of Ooh. the Game Boy games and whatnot, but mm-hmm. yeah, I remember being really short and was it around games like Mario 64 and whatnot that are longer, more big, robust? Yeah, really big games and whatnot and... I remember, yeah, it was re- it was really short, but I I did have fun with it at the time. I was obsessed with Pokemon at that time. I still love Pokemon, but ba- back then I I was like was just like rabid for it. I wanted everything. I, I didn't buy the game; it was too expensive at the time. But I definitely rented it, and like you said, you could beat it beat it in the weekend. And uh, you could beat it in a few hours, couldn't you? It's not that hard. I mean, you, you have to. Well, I mean, you might you have to get, get every... those Pokemon to to sometimes the progression. You'd have a certain amount okay. taken, like forty, I think. To, it was the last one I played. I got the first six last night before I, I saw I played for like an hour or two to refresh my memory. But but I would have bought anything with Pokemon back then. It's it's definitely it feels like it borrows more from the anime than it does from the game. I, I can't get over the name Todd Snap, Ash Ketchum, Brock. I mean <laughs> those names, I, I don't know if I hate them or I love them, but they were there. So did I, any of you guys use the Blockbuster booth to print out pictures? Never. I mean, either. I'm kind of disappointed. No, that I, I wasn't out. aware of that. I want to get one of those booths. You just know people are selling them on somewhere on eBay. Mm-hmm. They're probably like $2,000 for a machine that probably doesn't work. But I'd love to have one. So how did that work? You took your cartridge? I, yeah, I took the cart. And no, I, the I never... Pack. Yeah, the game. Oh, right, right. Because it came, it came with... Uh, you don't remember those memories that you stick in the, in the controller? Yeah, 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 yeah. I do. Yeah. So you put that in your controller, then you would bring cartridges. that in. And then they would read it. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, yeah, exactly. The elephant in the room here is this thing, this the sequel to this has never existed, and now is the time that there should be a Pokemon Snap sequel for the Wii U. Pokemon sells things, and the Wii U needs more sales. And I know Nintendo doesn't care about us, but I, I wish they would. I want a sequel to this game. For the longest time, Nintendo and Nintendo fans, and, and the media in general, have been complaining about how the gamepad is not is underutilized. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And even Nintendo in, in the previous E3, mm-hmm. they were showcasing like, oh, this game makes use of the gamepad. Yeah. Oh, and this right. game too, and this right. game too. Like Star Fox, they're w- wiggling the controller. Well, in a photograph, because that's the only thing that they use. <laughs> right. But then you have like this Project Robo, which seems like an interesting kind of concept, but I don't know. It, it's You have to... Like balance a robot with a green pad or something right. like that, and then what is it? The other one, Project Guard or something like that. I don't remember now. So, I, I think this is the perfect opportunity because this game is so. Back to what you guys were saying about this game being too short. There are different kinds of games, right? Mm-hmm. So there's the type of game that you play to beat. Yes. Your Zeldas, your RPGs. You know, mm-hmm. you, you kind of you are playing that game actively in a sense that. Um, that's a game that you're yeah. your main game that you're playing right now. Right? You know when that game ends, mostly. Okay. So you're progressing through through the game, but there are there are other types of games that you keep coming back to them, even though you're not playing them. You just sure. keep coming back. Mario to them. So uh, I remember like having Ocarina of Time, and once you beat it, you kind of don't go don't go back to it. Maybe you wait a year later year or two, or yeah, yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. But Pokemon Snap was one of those games that I was constantly playing, like every week. You know, I, I wanted mm-hmm. to get like a better shot of it or whatever, just 
just because the game sessions are, are short and concise, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you, you it's, it's, this would be a game that would, would be a great handheld game because you can go through a course in like two or three minutes and then if you're, you could, you could put it away. I'm surprised yeah. I haven't made like a Pokemon Snap AR game. Yeah, I'd hate, I don't well, like that idea. In, but I don't like the idea <laughs> either, but I'm surprised I haven't in done the Captain AR, Toad, really. In the Captain Toad uh, game, mm-hmm. which I think we all loved. Yeah, it was great. They have a very similar kind of Pokemon Snappy yeah, yeah, mechanic there. Absolutely. You know, the, the Toad guy, is, it's on, he's on the minecart on rails. Yep. And the only thing you do is like twist. You're using that too. Yeah. To see into around the environment, so uh, that is exactly the game. In fact, you yeah. you, you throw turnips. Let's yeah. so it works. Let's take a it second. Was fun. Yeah. So let's take a second here, a minute, and let's pitch a Pokemon Snap U game to Nintendo. So you, <laughs> Professor Oak, with his groundbreaking technology, gives you what would it be? Would you still want it on rails, or would you want to be able to have this huge environment? You could just go around taking pictures, or do you, would you want to keep it on the rails? Both. Okay, so we have some stages you want. So you have some Both stages. Some stages where okay, so maybe you get like a hub area that has Pokemon that that as you so you have a hub area, and then you have these zones you go to, and say for example, this hub area is a little town, a city, and, and a field and stuff. And every time you unlock Pokemon, unlock a new area and go through and get enough pictures there, maybe new Pokemon will pop up in this hub area, and it would encourage you to keep going around. The three roaming area and get into your vehicle. You know what? I just I just thought of the perfect okay. solution for for the either on rails or environment. What do you got? Co-op mode. Okay. The player with the gamepad is taking the pictures. The other player is playing with a Wii mode or a pro controller and is is driving around. Oh, so game. so one person's in the back taking the pictures and the other person's driving around. Yeah, yeah that's pretty fun. Yeah, so I get that would be kind of cool if you just it's it's diff- okay. So let's say I don't like the idea of an open world one. I don't well not open. So world, you get areas. So you go in this area. Uh, so I think that this game, there is six or seven regions of Pokemon now, mm-hmm. and I think one level, one area would be its own level, and in that area would it be a few sub areas. So you can get Pokemon from every region. There's seven hundred and thirty, seven hundred thirteen Pokemon. There's a lot of Pokemon right now. Let's say three hundred of them are in here, and and so just think of the replay. You'd have exploring these areas. Look, you'd you'd have more tools. You would, and you could search better. So you say you could lift rocks and find caves, or or just certain things, shaking trees. Think of the uh, Miiverse opportunities as well. Yeah, with, like hints and stuff around. Oh yeah, it'd be awesome. And uh, amiibos, you know. So if, instead of DLC, amiibo comes out, and it's it's Igglybuff, and you load it in, and you just maybe it doesn't tell you where, but. Somewhere in the game, you can now take a picture of Igglybuff, and you have to go find it. I mean, it gives you a hint. Go to, you know, the bridge, I don't know, and, and look for, for Igglybuff. And then you go and take a picture, and then, and then see so you have this. That's an awesome way to use the Igglybuff. They could even do, like, you know how what they do with the Pokemon uh, games limited time, here's your Pokemon download mm-hmm. or whatever? They could do that limited time. You can only snap this Pokemon yeah. in a specific region for this month or something. And to, to keep the Amiibo thing going, you, you scan your Igglybuff in, and... You can only take the picture while it's scanned on, so when you move it, it's out of the game, but you can still take that picture. So so then, you know, you have a, if you want to take new pictures of it, you use your Amiibo. So it's not just DLC. Mm-hmm. What if players get confused and they want to use their Amiibos to play as the Amiibos? <laughs> <laughs> so on the cart, it would say, scan this, on the, on the box, it would say, scan your Amiibo to go and search for, for Igglybuff, and then it says, 
in an asterisk, you cannot play as a buff. Okay. Yeah. Well, so it makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense in this sort of game because you're not already playing as those amiibo characters. Right. You're playing as uh, you know Rob Snap. Custom- <laughs> customizable characters, then, right? Yeah, you yeah. would think that it doesn't make sense to someone to think that you have to. <laughs> they they want to play as the amiibo, but you have to like make sure that. Um, more camera simulation stuff. Why not in this in this fantasy game of ours? Why not actually push this? Not so it's too complicated, but you actually get different cameras and different lenses, and you can catch Pokemon that are higher up with a with a better lens. Just imagine what you could do with this, and you could take photos you'd actually want to display. Be in HD. Uh, I it's just it Nintendo. I mean, it doesn't even have to be like this huge game compared to like the next Zelda. You can make a good game that's not super. On a huge budget, and just have a fun game that people would love to play. People would love. I'm like sure. Captain Toad, like similar pr- price range, like yeah, yeah, like forty forty five dollar game comes out comes with an amiibo that you can't play as, and uh, and then there we go. Like we, we like that would sell some that would sell stuff. I think I'm I'm almost positive of it. And hell, we'll we'll bundle in a, a Coliseum mode with it. You can link up to your 3ds and. Just like Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Coliseum. Because Pokemon Coliseum came with an RPG and it was great. But Pokemon Battle Revolution is a, quote, bad Nintendo game. We'll talk about that some other time. Uh, but yeah, so I think we've painted a fairly good idea for, for a game. But no, Nintendo was fairly big on, on sequels on during that time. So I'm assuming Pokemon Snap didn't do very well sales I never checked the sales. I, I should have checked the sales. Uh, I don't know how it did, but I can tell you now... Nostalgia is a, is a super powerful weapon. People love Pokemon. Everybody's screaming, you know, you have a camera. Why aren't you making Pokemon Snap? I mean, we're definitely not the first people to think, to think about this. Mm-hmm. So Nintendo, who's definitely listening to us right now on our second episode. You know, hello, uh, Reggie. Yep, Reggie. Can you please just make this game for us? I met Reggie on Street Pass the other day. <laughs> yeah. And just also just fix Miiverse for me to, prepare, make, to make me happy. Prepare your body. Yeah. So we also have, Pokemon, the whole reason this topic came up is when Winter Mist most wanted last week. I picked up a Nintendo Power. It's the June uh, 99, issue 121, Pokemon Snap is on the cover. So I want to I look at the review that Nintendo Power, definitely an unbiased uh, party in this. I mean, they wouldn't... Game journalism. Yeah, it's, it's intense. So there's no way that Nintendo Power would, would in any way... Gamergate. Hashtag. Yeah, exactly. Hashtag so, Gamergate. So let's look at this unbiased review. And, you know, people love when people read from things on podcasts. So it says Nintendo slash 128 megabits, one player game, pictures save on the game pack, and pictures printable at Blockbuster Video. Mm. It says pack up your camera for a Pokemon Safari on the N64. And it has this uh, broken down into two uh, different sections. We got graphics, play control, game design, satisfaction, sound, and comments. I'm going to go through the rating. I'll, I'll go through it, and, and let's let's compare their summary to our, our, our summary. Uh, so the graphics. In one sense, Pokemon Snap is all about graphics. Oh. <laughs> the main activity is taking photos of a wild Pokemon. Fortunately, the game is up to the task. The animation of the many Pokemon is wonderful and lifelike. Uh, lifelike. That may have applied to 1999. Or maybe, like, live puppets. <laughs> um, play control. Play control is pretty much a matter of aiming your camera or throwing various items to attract the attention of the wild Pokemon. 
The vehicle that you ride in move along a track automatically. Play control is smooth, but a bit slow. Players can use the C buttons to shift their viewpoints 90 degrees instantly. I did not know that playing it last night. I just learned something. I just, no, I just rotated with, with so those, rotate those the character buttons. by doing that? No, no, well, it's just it's first person. Right. You just wrote. So I don't know you could actually use the C. I didn't really the, to touch the C buttons while playing it. The C buttons are weird. I should in have. In general. I don't, I don't have the manual for this game. So if I had had the manual, which would probably have been in color, it might have, it would have told me those things. The, the manual is lost. It's you know spoiled. What? I have. I, I, I think I have box and, and manual for this game. You should give it And to I me. even know. I, I even think I have the game. Man. So. We'll review that later. All right. So the game design, which should interest you, Sagey, as a designer, mm. uh, without a doubt, Pokemon Snap is one of the most innovative games we've seen in a long time. There's more strategy here than meets the eye, and the replay value is quite high since it's so much fun to try and snap Pokemon in different poses. That's what I was saying. It's true. You you did. You said it even better than, than uh, whoever wrote this. Satisfaction. <laughs> the cool. growing legions of Pokemon fans will will love this game. Some players will use it more like a creative tool for capturing Pokemon images than printing them out using special printers at Blockbuster Video. Blockbuster Video was a uh, video rental store, which is mostly gone now. At least in our area, it is gone. Yes. And finally... Not in Mexico, though. Oh, that's good. Okay. It's still Do you think they still have the Pokemon Snap booth there? I don't think so. That's I don't too think bad. Think... <laughs> uh, so comments. Sonia. It seems so simple, but it's actually very challenging and fun. Levi. Extremely high replay value, but you'll wish there was more courses. And Nate, games are usually uh, as this don't come along very often. That is and, true. <laughs> and the scores: uh, eight point two, eight point, or just eight, nine point three. It's very specific. At ten and a seven point two. Wait, well, by area. Oh, and now graphics is an eight point seven. Play control. 8.1. Game design, 9.3. There you go. Satisfaction, 8.9. I like satisfaction. 8.9. Sound, 7.9. Can we stop for a second and talk about satisfaction being a, a uh, category? You don't see that very often. Like, you go to a game review and you don't see, like, the satisfaction section. I feel like that's highly biased. But, but what is that necessarily? Are they talking replay value there? No, they said the satisfaction is... Uh, just how satisfying it is to take pictures and okay. print them off at Blockbuster, which we can't do anymore. So I, I don't even know why I'm playing this game. I can't print these out, take out my, my phone and take a picture <laughs> and post it up online. Yeah. But, uh, but like Marshall said, if this was in our awesome sequel that's you know definitely going to come out, Neverse, man. Yeah. You post that picture up, you get like a, a whole bunch of yas. I love the idea of bringing and seeing hints from your friends and whatnot. Of I like around too. like this, these bushes or whatever. And So, <laughs> I no, I, I agree. There's so much you could do with this. So, in this Nintendo Power, one thing you'll notice is, because of the time this came out, there's a bunch of Pokemon in here. We got some ads for Bug, uh, Bug's Life, sorry. Uh, the let I want to read a couple letters. Just I mean, we, we talked about Pokemon, so let's have a little bit of silly fun with this magazine. The Player's Pulse. Uh, I don't even know which one to pick. We were robbed. While playing Mario Party, I have noticed odd things happening towards the end of my game. Often the Koopa's predictions come true. For example, Koopa recently predicted that DK would win, and at that time, DK had no stars, three coins, and there were only a few turns left in the end. <laughs> I, on the other hand, had five stars. So one of the characters enters the game, char- uh, chance game, resulting in all of my stars going to DK. And then the, the bunny at Nintendo Power, who the editor, who was replying to these, is like, uh, one of the things that makes Mario Party so much fun is how the tables can be turned without warning. 
but he's wrong already because apparently he was warned that DK was going to do that. Um, <laughs> we have experienced gains when we were lagging behind only to have good fortune smile upon us and rocket us to the lead. There's also a drawing of a caveman link in here. Yep. He, I, I, I'm going to scan some of these later to put this up. Uh, <laughs> caveman link, and he has a, a, a Triforce, like a Master Club, and a Turtle Shield. And we got oh man, a that's pretty scary. That's Attack on Titan. Is it? Yeah. That, so we have a Attack on Titan, you know, uh, 15 years before it came out. That's creepy. Miyamoto. Yeah, that's, that's terrifying. Uh, sorry, Daniel Vassi, if you're listening... I don't mean to make fun of your art. It's very good. Mario is pinching the cheek of the Titan of Shigeru Miyamoto. Let's read another letter before we go on further. Uh, what we got here? I like the one, oh, Italian animation station. My little brother has been into Mario gang for a few months now. He says that I'm lucky because I got to watch the Super Mario Bros. show when I was little. Frankly, I can't disagree. Could you could you either put the old episodes back in the air or make new ones? Question, question mark. Uh, with the advent of 500 channels, there's always a possibility that the plumber could end up back on the tube. Maybe we could devote an entire channel to hyperactive Italian cartoon characters like Mario, Luigi, and Roberto Benigini? I don't know who that is. Whatever. Some guy, probably who was very popular. Yeah, um, um, he's an Italian director and actor. This is fun because... <laughs> You know, the internet being as it is nowadays. You, know, you can watch the Super Mario Brothers Super Show anytime you want. That poor kid, though, back then, he wanted to watch it on, on TV, and he couldn't. But he always had to hold over his brother. So I, I do like that. So <laughs> what else do we have in this, this thing? The power charts. The Legend of Zelda Orcarina of Time is the Nintendo 64 Top 20. So, so they do have a top... So let's, what's, what was the Top 20 in, in 1999 at this point in time? The Legend of Zelda, Orcrean of Time, GoldenEye, Mario Party, Star Wars Rogue Squadron, Banjo-Kazooie, WCW, NWO Revenge, Super Mario 64, Turok 2, Seeds of Evil, Mario Kart 64, Star Fox 64, NFL Blitz, WWF Warzone, Castlevania, Diddy Kong Racing, Beetle Adventure Racing, I haven't even played that one, Battle Tanks, Rush 2, Yoshi Story, Vigilante 8 and Rampage Universal Tour. It's interesting. Some pretty good those those were the games. So Very good games there. Any of those pop out to you as, as games? I think Super Mario 64 was a fairly popular game. I loved it. Did you play a lot of Rush 2? I did play a lot of Rush 2, actually. Uh, my brother and I, growing up, we would play it. It was like a stunt game. Or, yeah, the first one yeah. was just kind of a standard racing game, I think. Anyways. You caught my bluff. I, didn't, I was joking. I played it. He played it. Rush he 2 it. had a stunt level. Yeah. Where, I don't know if you could play, I think you could play multiplayer, and you would just go around the stunt level just hitting jumps. And okay. It was it was pretty fun. Do you play a lot of Vigilante 8? I do not. Good. How about you? No, None of us have played Vigilante 8, but I, I, I'm sure it's, it's a very good game. So, uh, what else we got in here? Pokemon Snap, another feature. In oh, this guy. The booth. There is the booth. Huh. Look at that thing. I guess, well, there's the controller attached to the booth. You put your pack in. The Pikachu controller. I like that. I'd love to get that thing. That'd be awesome. That would be cool. I'd uh, put it in my bedroom, beside my bed. There's a car. Yeah. It doesn't look as advanced there, but in the game, you could tell how advanced it is. Todd Snap. Todd Snap. What a pro. Look at that guy. He's just, he's really holding that barrel. And we got a little bit of merge of 3D and, and some 2D. And here. some 3D again. It's kind of a weird layout. It's, that Dodo looks like it's in pain. 
The shores of Pokemon Island are about to open and allow visitors. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Prepare for an experience like no other as you travel through a three-dimensional Pokemon playground, snapping souvenirs along the way. Bam. Man. Gotta print them out. I bet you that Nintendo had a, had a contest where you were to put your... Did they send yours in and they would print them? I, I'm sure they did. Does it say it here? <laughs> Frankiest Pokemon is a manky. Funniest scene? Jeez. They devoted a few pages just to this. Yeah, they did. A day at the beach. And there's a start and the finish. That's actually really cool. I miss game magazines like this that would have yep. maps and... Like a lot of fun information and cool layouts, little and stuff. guides. And yeah, like, like that. it's lost now. When Nintendo, we'll, we'll have to do a Nintendo Power episode specifically someday. I actually have the last issue. I, I I was still collecting them when I, I have the last issue unopened. It's sad. I miss it, but we won't we won't go too far. We don't want to be a bummer. We want to bring down everyone by the sure. death of Nintendo Power. This looked really cool. A special tip from Professor Oak: Electro get angry if you uh, pelt them with Pokemon food. Often they get so mad that they will self destruct. Their explosions can trigger interesting events, so don't be afraid to set them off. That's sadistic. You're chucking food and, and making them so mad that they blow up, harming other Pokemon, wrecking things. Pokemon is, is kind of a dark topic. If you read some of the Pokedex entries... I do remember this one when <laughs> Snorlax is, is sleeping. Yeah. How do you wake up? Pester Ball. You Pester Ball. Yeah, I did that last night. <laughs> Name that Pokemon. Name the very obvious uh, Kakuna. This Pokemon has no attacks, relying instead on its hard shell to protect it from other cave dwellers. You can grab great shots of it with an electrode explodes nearby, but uh, you definitely don't need to be this close. They're they're very close. So it goes on, man. It's, it's it's pretty. This is a pretty good guide. It doesn't cover the special. That's where you can take a picture of Mew. Mm-hmm. This is pretty cool. I could have used this last night because I couldn't figure out how to. Could you see them at Rock uh, releasing this on the 3DS? Yeah, I could see that. I'd rather it be the Wii U though. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't I just mean like a re, like upscale of actually Pokemon sixty four, like they've been doing. Oh, with, with yeah, I can see that. Sure, Ocarina. not actually a new game for right, the 3DS, right. but you know, I don't want to encourage that. I want the new game and only the new game, of course. But you could say that if they did do that and it sold well, then maybe they would be encouraged to release it. Look at this! What a, what weird advertising for going on in the nineties. We got a fat man uh, in a onesie, <laughs> flippers with flippers and, and a scuba snorkel. gear, and he's just. He's just, just jumping there, and this is to sell Busta Move, ninety nine. I actually love the Busta Move games, but this is a terrible ad. A Bug's Life, Disney Pixar film. You know, licensed games have a good track record of of being solid games. This is probably like a nine point two on Metacritic. Yeah, usually. Yeah, definitely. And this tells you uh, where to go in the game, and I we'll, we'll devote an entire like six parter to Bug's Life. I imagine at some point. Hey, what is what is this all about here? Classified information. Dang, we're not we're not meant to know. All right, well I don't. We better not it's talk classified. about this. We're just going to skip this whole classified mm-hmm. section. We're not meant to know. All right, power panel. I, I guess this is they just want feedback from people. They're not going to get any from me because they closed down it. And they got a section on episode uh, Star Wars Episode One Racer, as we mentioned before. Super popular film that everybody still loves today. This was a fun game. It was a fun game. I have this game still. It was the first game. I, so I got this. I got an N sixty four for Christmas somehow. And it came bundled with this. Somehow. Well, they're not cheap. No, I know. And uh, I love this game. I, I don't even think I've seen the movie at this point, but I, I got it with it. And Have you played Star Wars uh, Pod Racer? I did. I didn't like it. We should get together and play some of these games sometime. You didn't like it? No. Uh, whatever, man. You missed out. <laughs> a really good game. You can play as Anakin and hear his voice clips. Are you an angel? 
Ooh, Kick what is evil. this? This is an ad. Kick evil in the asteroid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I kind of like that. Kick evil in the asteroid. Starshot. Space circus fever. I don't... Otherworldly evil. I haven't even heard of this. So this is kind of fun taking a little trip back in time with these magazines to see games that were on nobody's ra- radar even when it came out. Otherworldly evil. Unearthly friends. Unusual means of transportation. It's a big galaxy. Somebody has to clean it up. Twinkle, twinkle. This flyboy. <laughs> experience the pure rush of flight as your skill is tested time and time again. Explore with total freedom as you travel through fantastic 3D worlds in real time. No, this game is called... Starshot. Starshot. Space Circuit Fever. It's all one title. Sage, what do you think of this game based on that image alone? Let me take a closer look. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. What's a space circus? A circus in space. Okay. It would, uh, maybe a space station... It'd have to be in space. It can't be on a moon or anything. So there, there's a screenshot in the form of a star. <laughs> I actually like this ad just because of, you know, kick evil on the asteroid. So it seems like it's um, my shoulder. It's a sort of platform game. Yeah. And Starship. I want to get this game. I'm going to look for it. Starship screenshots. Oh, man, that's not tacky at all. <laughs> it says also available on PC CD-ROM. Forget that. So I want the N64 version. I don't know. I'm going to look for it. I want this game. I'm going to let you guys, if I can find it, I'm going to let you guys know about about it. What do we think about the expression on his face there? He looks angry and happy. I would say it's a pretty bad game. You're probably right. Mm -hmm. But we don't know. I doubt there's a Metacritic score. What we got there, WWF Attitude. Attitude. The 90s was all about Attitude, if you guys recall. Uh, Oh, look at this. Look at it. Is that a texture map? Oh, wow. Oh, that is gross. It is. It's a texture map. Now, look are they that. showing how like advanced the, yeah, the technology is here? Look how many polygons in there. It's probably like 200 or something. We got... Uh, is this The Undertaker? I think so. I don't, I don't like really into wrestling. He's looking pretty mean there. Yeah. I do, it is attitude. Probably too much for us. Too much. I yeah, I think so. V-Rally Edition 99. V-Rally. Do you guys know anything about V-Rally? Not really. Yeah. I may have rented this one. I, I, liked, huh. I liked a few racing games here and there. It could have been French. Time. Uh, vive la rally, le arcade, le trial, le championship. Is that French or is that just uh, le in front of a bunch of yes. English? I'm yes. not French, so this this seems like bad advertising. International style rally racing gears up for a fast start on the N64. But where will Infogame's long-awaited speedster wind up when the checkered flag falls? Power peaks into the hood at racing French style. Okay. That explains the not French French. World Driver Championship, another racing game. People love their uh, racing games back then. What is, what's your guys' opinion on non-kart uh, racing racing games? Uh, non-kart. I love uh, Wipeout. Wipeout's, Wipeout's great. Um, I did used to like the odd Car racing game like that. Like, uh, Do you remember Cruising USA? Yeah, oh, that, Daytona USA is fun too. Okay, I haven't played that one. And then Rush, San Francisco yeah. Rush. And I do like the odd Need for Speed game here and there. So, we have an ad, a two-page spread, for a game that's, like, a favorite in everybody's hearts is a, is a good game. Uh, Superman The New Adventures, or Superman 64, as it's been affectionately titled by its fans. Um, now, I'm an artist, in, and so I'm not really much of a game designer, but I remember this game, I would just call it art. Flying through those rings, and then, I don't know, I don't know what comes after the rings, I would just replay it, because it's really fun. You so, play Super N64? No. You know about it? 
I know about it because of the AVGN. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> people uh, hate this game for legit reasons. It's not very good. I have played a little bit of it. I, I probably, I think a friend might have had it, but I've never owned it. I kind of want to own it, though. I, I might buy it. Did a Game Boy version come out? Apparently. No one ever talks about it. Superman in a New Dimension. This What's is a good ad, though. Like, this is a nice ad. If you bought this game early, you got an exclusive comic book. Looking at this, as, a, as if I were back then, I like Superman, uh, more or less. I would have wanted this game based on this ad. This is a good ad. You know, it's newspaper, nice art. I'm not going to read it all. So it, we, we have Superman, who's drawn comic book style. Uh, it looks like the Bruce Timm uh, from the animated series. Popping out from. of the newspaper, but his arm is, it, is in 3D. Look at that. That is weird. But I kind of like it a lot. It's um, a good ad. Superman's jumping into video games. Yeah, and, and he fell, unfortunately. He's jumping through from, a bunch of rings. From comic books to a three-dimensional world. Man. So we got you know, more racing stuff. Like It was racing and Pokemon. Ah, uh, Conker's Pocket Tales. I have this game. I bought it last time I was in uh, Moncton. So this came out before Conker's Bad Fur Day. Are you guys familiar with Bad Fur Day? Yep. A little bit of a controversial game, yeah. Seiji? I haven't played it. So it's, it's, a, it's a foul little game. It's a cult following. Worth a lot of money. So this came out... This is done by Rare? What's it, Rare? I, yeah, it's Rare. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a great company. So this is for the Game Boy, game boy Color. Yes. It's nothing like the console one that will come out later. He wasn't... He was just a cute little squirrel in this game. Which Conquer 64 used to be like that. In, in Conquer 64 game. came after this, and he was a foul... No, no, but I mean, uh, I, I mean that... Originally, oh, it was yeah. supposed to be like this cutesy yeah, platformer, yeah. right? Absolutely. And this is when he was cutesy. This was yeah. his debut, and he was cutesy. And yeah. it's like a top-down... No, no, no. His debut was in Diddy Kong Racing. Okay, fair I enough. I think so. His first game debut. Because Counter 64 was supposed to be like a release title for right. 64 or something like that. And then got released. They got delayed and delayed and delayed. It's interesting what it turned into, though. Uh, I've never played much of, of Conquer 64, and it's not cheap. But I picked this, this game up for 10 bucks. Conker swore, he smoked, he had sex, he was a bad influence, or a great influence, depending on your perspective. Mm. Duke Nukem is an ad. Your Game Boy is about to become a man. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. For your Game Boy Color. I think that's all that needs to be said about that. I'm glad he's still relevant today. <laughs> oh, what, what, what? I do like We got like uh, a little window into the development here of motion capture, motion capture basketball players here. Dang! Wow, advanced. I, you know what? I, I admire their attention to detail. I'll give I'll give them that. Excite bikes. Excite bike sixty four is actually good. Army men, Sarge's heroes. These are actually pretty fun. Oh wow! It's a cool ad too. Actually, a, yeah, it's a cool ad. You know, some of these so the ads are, are very funny, but they're also some of them are pretty good. Our type, but our, I have this game as well. Actually, our type DX and our type's a blast. Have you ever played? I think them? so. Yeah, Man, they're so fun. I mean, I haven't played a lot of Gradius, so I can't compare the two that well. But I love our type. It's it's a fun it's a fun just shoot 'em up game. Man, yeah, it, it's pretty good on the, on the DS too, but not as good as the uh, Super Nintendo version. But again, Nintendo Power has this this huge walkthrough, and you know this would have been a little bit harder to take all these screens and and put them together. Like if you look at the old stuff, like from the, when they first came out, they would take pictures of the TV and then like line them up so you could still see like a bunch of Mario's and stuff from all the screens. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Harrier 2001. It's two years before it's time. We're going to need some heavy metal for this confrontation. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of uh, weaponry on that cover, or on that advertisement. Yes, it is. So this game is compatible with the Rumble Pack. Nice. And the expansion? 
designed for N64 controller pack. Okay. So yeah, and and some one thing that I'm noticing is that the the screenshots are really really tiny. That's unfortunate. They are very very, they're very small. They don't tell you much about the game. Very dark. The counselor's corner. So this is like help for for games people would write in with, with questions. Yeah. Right? For Beetle Adventure Racing, which I've heard that it's kind of a cool game. Have you played it? I have not. I have not played it either. It's another one to keep our eyes out. Warrior Land Two. I Warrior have played Land that. 2. I played that over Christmas a little bit actually. So solid game. There's Super Mario Land One yes. for the Game Boy. And Super Mario and then, Land Two, six golden coins. Which okay, yeah. And then there's Wario Land, Super Mario Land Three. Yes. So, and then Wario Land Two. So Wario Land Two is Super Mario Land Four. Technically. Okay. But it became its own thing. It's uh, mutated. More Pokemon Snap. Ooh, when a little Pokemon camera. Snap. Let's see this commercial here. So there's a camera that you can win. All comes back. Pokemon Snap. A Pikachu camera. Snap your shots with Pikachu from Tiger. From Tiger. I remember get, those Tiger video games? I do remember those. Grand. So this is a contest. Photo Safari. Grand prize. A trip to Disney's Animal Kingdom to go on a real photo safari. Pokemon Snap for your N64. Take a Pokemon photo safari. Second prize. Five winners, a Pikachu camera, and Pokemon Snap. And third prize, 50 winners, Nintendo Power t-shirts. What do you have to do, though? Is it just a sweepstakes kind of thing? Fill out the card that I don't have in, and we'll tally your vote. I guess you just voted on something. I don't have the insert. It's just been taken out. I wonder if the person who took out this this insert and sent it in won. Maybe he did. Maybe, Maybe they're on a safari. Right now, <laughs> they never came back. They got lost. More Pokemon. Pokemon Center. Like, Pokemon was, was the thing back then, you know? Is this a was that a Game Boy release? Yeah, Game Boy Color probably. Mm. Game Boy Color is a fun system. So, I mean, that's it. We talked about Pokemon Snap and the sequel that should exist. And the magazine. And we looked through a magazine. It was fun. And uh, next week we'll be going on a game hunt again, and we'll see what we find, and we can talk about, it and whatever comes uh, from the internet to me and to you. Mm. So, now, is is there any games you've got? have seen during your Game Hunt travels recently that you're planning on getting this next time? No. Well, oh, not me. I'm just going to freestyle it. Yeah, same here. Mm-hmm. Usually the specific stuff I'll just order. So I think that that's it for, for this episode. So hopefully some people will tune in next time. Seiji? Sneak preview from for next week. Rapala Pro Bass Fishing. Look forward to that. Marshall? See ya. There you go. See you guys later.